It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. Do you know what separates a successful business from a failing or marginal business? A plan. It it sounds that sounds so ultra simplified. So you're sitting there thinking, Deetra, please. I know you're not going to sit here and try to make me believe that the only difference between a multi-million dollar and growing organization and a failing organization is a four-letter word, plan. Yes, I am going to tell you that. And here's the problem. We treat the word, that four-letter word, plan, like it's a profane four-letter word, like someone is asking us to give a kidney or give them our heart as a donation while we're alive. They're not. The difference between employeepreneurs and employees, because remember, as employeepreneurs, we run our career like a business. A good business, a successful business has a business plan. But let me back you up a little bit. The words business plan have become so watered down. It's, it's so bad. I'm tired. I don't even want to hear people say business plan because when they say business plan, they have this five million page document that no one's going to read, including them. And it's basically a document that they have just to say, I did a business plan. I completed the checklist of business and entrepreneurship. It's not of any use to anyone at maximum. They want to take it into a bank and prove that they have this document to get a loan. When the reality is there is nothing in that 55, 100 page document that you paid someone who has nothing to do with your business, has no clue what they're talking about, no clue what you do, no clue what your goals are. You paid them to produce this document, which you knew you would probably need to get a loan or to and or to impress someone. That's not the kind of plan I'm talking about. I'm talking about the plan whereby a business owner and or people in that business can look at that document and take actionable steps towards a goal. That's the kind of plan I'm talking about. If you're going to be a successful employeepreneur, here is one more thing where you need to emulate an entrepreneur. For your career, you must have a business plan. This plan is a clear guide of where you're going, what you're going to be doing, how it's going to be done, who you're going to be doing it with. So let's step back and talk about definitions. You all know how I feel about definitions. Um, As my husband says, there's not so much doing right and wrong as there is understanding and misunderstanding. And as I say all the time, I feel like he's the one that's always misunderstanding. That is an accurate statement. And we have misunderstandings because we aren't clear on definitions. So when I say business plan, let's back up and talk about what I mean by business plan. 
So when I say business plan, I'm talking about a document that's setting out the business future objectives and strategies for achieving those objectives. So this is a tangible item with real steps, real goals, real markers, and these things are tangible. So when I say a business plan should have a goal, the goal is not I want to be the best in the industry. Y'all stop it. I I so hate to see. I want to be a leader in my profession. Like who writes down a goal of I want to be mediocre at what I do? No one. No one writes, you know what? I want to provide poor customer service and be lackadaisical and subpar in what I do. No one writes that down. So that's not something that's tangible. For example, when I was writing out business goals, I knew I actually had a revenue dollar amount. I didn't say I want to increase revenue. I want to make X amount of dollars per month, per quarter for the fiscal year. Now, when I was when I did that, I was able to now reverse engineer that. Well, if I know I want to make let's say a random number of $120,000 a year. That is not what the goal is, but let's use that as an easy number because it's easy to divide. So we know if I want to make $120,000 in a year, how much do I need to make in revenue per month? Easy, $10,000. Well, what services do I provide that can get me to that $10,000 goal? Well, Coaching is by itself 10 to 15, sometimes 20K, depending on what I'm doing. So now I know if my goal is 120 annually, which breaks down to 10 a year, I could simply do get one coaching client per month and meet that goal. Right. That's how we have to break that down. Now, as an employeepreneur, you have to do the same thing. Why is this plan so important? This plan is so important because it make it keeps you on target towards the goal. If I don't have a plan that tells me where I'm going, then I'm just floundering. This is why I get so many top executive clients and they're miserable. You you don't know what it's like to bring home half a million dollars a year and hate every moment of your life. Because when you're making that much money, you're spending a great deal of time at work. We're talking about people that pull easily 10 and 12 hours a day, sometimes five, six and seven days a week. That is half of your waking day doing something that you hate. And while you think, Deetra, hey, give me half a million dollars a year. I will be fine. How much money is your misery worth? Ask yourself that question. How much money is your misery worth? I submit to you that you cannot pay me enough to be miserable. You cannot pay me enough to do something I despise 10 and 12 hours a day for five, six, seven days a week. 
But when you don't plan, you end up where the road takes you instead of creating your own path. And your plan keeps you on target. It keeps you in the face of the right people. It keeps you doing the right things. It keeps you going to the right trainings. It keeps you focused on networking in the right places. It keeps you on target so that you can go in the direction that you really want to go instead of the direction that the that people are pushing you on. And so your plan needs to be tangible. Sit down and ask yourself, where do I want to end up? If I want to end up at a nonprofit, reverse engineer that. Even for some of you employeepreneurs, you're saying, Deetra, hey, yes, I'm an employeepreneur now, but my ultimate goal is going to be entrepreneurship at some point. Let that be your plan and reverse engineer it. I'll be honest with you. There are so many new entrepreneurs that I coach that left too quickly. The employeepreneurs that come to me and say, Deetra, I want you to coach me as an employeepreneur and to guide me into entrepreneurship. They do so much better. Why? Because we can help them plan to get everything they need and prevent them from jumping out of emotion instead of jumping out of strategy. This plan is the strategic guide that will guide your entire career. If you skip this, you will skip one of the most vital pieces of your employeepreneurship. So what things should be in this business plan? This business plan should be mapped out just like you would map out a plan if you're running a business. Why? Because I will say this five million times. If you've ever been in a marketing class, you know that in marketing, one of the things they tell you, they tell you if you're going to get to your audience, you say everything at least three times because that's how many times it takes before it sticks in people's mind. So you will hear me say 50 million times plus one. You are not running your career like a business. You are running your career as a business because it is. This is not, your career is not like anything. You are a multi-billion dollar organization and your career is your product. Say it with me. Say, and you have to say it with me because I can feel your energy through this podcast and I can tell if you're saying it or not. Say it with me. I am am a multi-billion, billion with a B. I am a multi-billion dollar organization and my career is my product. Now, let's break down this a business plan for your career. So when we're thinking about business plans, there are a few elements that every business plan has. It has things like the, things like the executive summary, product services, and all the other stuff. Now, you might not need an executive summary, or you might because this business plan that you put together for your career if it's done well, it could be a great document for you to share with mentors, advocates, sponsors, coaches. And we'll talk a little bit. We'll we'll you'll hear about that in other episodes, um, what those things are. So we keep that in mind. Mentors, advocates, sponsors, coaches, you have to have those. We'll break those down another time. But so breaking it down, the business plan, executive summary, but now products and services. This is so vitally important. When we think about products and services for your big career business plan, think about what are the skill sets you bring to the table. 
No one is hiring you because you're a, nice to be around. That's cool. That might be how you get the job or everybody loves being around you, Bob. You are amazing. That is not how you're going to get promoted. Very few people are sitting in a C-suite position because they're just nice. Now, this does not mean go out and be a jerk because Dietra said, nobody's hiring you because you're nice. Go out and be a butthole. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is nicety minus the skill set makes you a nice and entry level. You can be a receptionist for the rest of your life and be nice. And no one will complain except for you because everyone wants a nice receptionist. But you probably won't be leading the customer service department just because you were nice. So what skill sets do you bring to the table that set you apart from all others? What are those things that are unique to you? Now you need to do a market analysis. Every business does a market analysis. And your market analysis talks about how you will attract and keep your customer base. Remember, your boss, your coworkers, your company is your client. They are your customer base. A market analysis says, what will I do? What will I bring to the table that will attract and keep my customers engaged and interested in me? I know this is a complete paradigm shift of how you think of yourself as an employee, but you are no longer employee you are following this podcast because you have recognized that doing employee the old way just doesn't work you have to make a mental shift from I am an employee to I am an employeepreneur I am not managing a career I am managing a business and my career is my product and so you have to be mindful not just where you are because your business may have to go elsewhere how often do businesses have to go and find other clients because this client moved on this client knows it serves me well or I've elevated my business when I started uh, ExecuPrep and when I started coaching, my initial coaching services were at maybe two, three hundred, five hundred dollars. And that was great for that market. As I elevated my services, I had to go to different clients because I was no longer at the $500 mark. I needed clients that were able to pay $2,000, then $6,000, then $10,000, then $15,000, right? And so as a market analysis, you have to assess Am I attracting and keeping the types of customers I need? Because you may start off at $50,000. You won't you don't wish to have a $50,000 job forever. Now you may need to be able to attract and keep $100,000 clients, right? Because your salary is going to increase and then we're going to go from $100,000 to $150,000 clients. Because your company is your client. And so you have to make sure as a market analysis, am I keeping up and doing the things and are being the things that a client that will pay this much money for my services, am I doing the things to attract and keep that type of client? That's what we're talking about mar uh, market analysis. Now, you have to think once you do your market analysis, a business plan includes a marketing strategy. How do I ensure that I am getting in the face of that those customers? How do I ensure that they begin to see me? And that's where you have your your LinkedIn strategy and your social media strategy and your networking event strategies and your your uh, associations, how you participate in uh, in professional associations. 
all of that is a part of your marketing strategy. And even as you later on begin, you may want to begin to present at conferences because part of your marketing strategy is being seen as an expert in the field. So the more you present at conferences in front of those people, those peers, those people in that profession, the more you're seen as an expert and your top market, the people who are being paid the top in their field, they're experts. That's a part of your strategy. But also when you think about a business plan, financial planning is a huge piece of it. We have to be good financial planners if we're employeepreneurs because we have to be ready for the lean times, but we also have to be financially savvy enough to make moves that may make money later on. What do I mean by that? I mean, every move you make may not be a quote unquote promotion and make more money. There have been times when I was an employeepreneur that I took a backwards move because I knew going backwards to in my in my position or title, going backwards in this company would give me the leverage to jump three steps if I did the thing right. And but I had to be financially savvy and have planned ahead financially so that I could afford to take that hit in order to get the better increase later on. And all that comes down to budget. So there are several other other things that go into a business plan, but those are the highlights that I want you to begin working on. And you know, I always give homework. So your homework is to work on your business plan. As an employeepreneur, you must have a business plan. So I want you to get those elements, that executive summary, that product and services, that market analysis, that marketing strategy, the financial planning, and that budget. Go back and listen to this podcast again. So go back and listen to this podcast again. Remember and get the breakdown of those elements and use all of those elements to begin to develop your business plan. Because every employeepreneur has to have a career business plan. Why? Because you are a multi-billion dollar organization and your career is your product. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-P. P-R-E-P.com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.